Welcome to the Minutes of Faith podcast, where we dive into Scripture and explore amazing things God is doing today. Our aim is for you to receive encouragement and God's direction for you in today's world. Here's your host and author of her latest book, Praying for America and the Army of God, Debbie Jansen. Thank you, Ken. Today, we are starting a completely new season, and the season is titled Success During Tough Times. Through this season, I'm going to get very technical and tell you a lot of details about how to get through whatever you think is coming, but I'm also going to deal with the spiritual, and that's what today is. Today, we're going to talk about what is success, and I want to use the scripture from Joshua 1, 5 through 9. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Did you hear that? Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? And here we go again. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 5 through 9. Are you discouraged? Do you watch the news or read your social media and wonder if you'll be able to survive the problems we will face in the coming years? Do you wonder if you will ever see your dreams come true? How many times have you asked, where is God? Our country is suffering. People are dying and Satan has enslaved so many in our country. Where is God? I get it. We have all asked those same questions. I talk to people every day who say they are afraid or they are praying that God will come right now so they won't have to face the coming storm. But is that attitude the right response for our generation? There are no verses in the Bible that tell the child of God to retreat. There are no verses that admit we should be afraid I haven't found even one verse where God says, This problem is bigger than me. The only verse that may address our current condition in a negative way is Revelation 3, 15 through 16. Now, this is supposed to be right before God comes, and God is speaking to the church and Laodicea. Now, they're a wishy-washy bunch about their faith. And in verse 15, God says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. 
I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Yikes. Now, this is a group of people that even though they believe in God, he's fed up with them. And God goes on to say that all they have acquired is worthless to God. But if they will only repent and make God the Lord of their life, he will forgive them and he will bless them. Does that sound like some of our churches, our friends, family, or maybe even yourself? It's time to ask three questions. Are you afraid of the coming storm because you depend on yourself rather than on God? After all, it was your hard work that built a home or acquired the job. It was your involvement that helped your kids. Or was it? All Christians are able to do good things and have a measure of success, but that is only true when coupled with the power and the blessings of God. Why should this time be any different? I know a lot of good Christians who are afraid because they don't feel they can fight the satanic forces that are showing up. But we aren't supposed to fight those forces alone. We're supposed to fight them with God's help. If your fear is overwhelming you, it's an indicator that you aren't trusting God's power to get you safely and successfully through this mess. The second question should be, why do so many people continue to beg God to return and take us to heaven? It's because they are afraid of the fight. They aren't sure they can trust God's power to help them survive or be successful during a fight. They don't care that if God comes now, a multitude of people will die without salvation. They don't care that it is their own witness that will convince even the most evil person to give their heart to Jesus. They just don't care about others. They're thinking of themselves. The third question to ask is, what is success? If you define that having a lot of money, prosperity, power, influential acquaintances, and a relentless desire to get ahead is success, that is not God's definition of success. Now, we'll talk more about that during this season, but God's definition is that you should be successful in every area of your life and that you have lasting and personal success. Money will not save your soul. A successful business will not keep your marriage together. Power or influence in the community has nothing to do with how successful you will be as a parent. True success, according to God, is when we are so fully invested in our love for Him and scriptural teaching that our personal life changes. We become new. We see what is important over the entirety of our life. We become different people who adhere to the human experience as God first envisioned it. No changes, no enlightenment, 
No evil interventions will ever make our lives successful. It is only when we give ourselves over to God, live by His commandments, and trust His power that we will be fully successful and able to survive whatever comes. It doesn't matter. Satan cannot take us down. We will survive. At that point, Revelations three nineteen through 22 becomes our gift. Verse 19 is negative. It says, those who I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Yikes. Of anyone in the universe that I don't want to tick off, it's God. I don't want his discipline. I'd rather do it right the first time. Because he's really good at discipline, and I want to avoid that. But he's also saying, I love you, and I want to help you do the right thing. Now, the gift comes in the rest of this scripture where God says, here I am. Wow, I love that. I want to say that again. God says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Oh, what an encouragement that is. I mean, there is nothing that's going to be better than sitting down with Jesus on his throne and feel that victory and be a victorious overcomer. I'm. That's going to be greater than anybody on this earth paying attention to you. So today I want to encourage you that you can have all the success you will ever need if you listen closely to what God taught Joshua. Now remember that verse we talked about at the beginning. God told Joshua that success for him was dependent on three things. Moses had already died and and God was telling Joshua to go in and take the land that he had promised the children of Israel. And God told Joshua that success was dependent on three things. One, be strong and courageous because the task ahead would not be easy. Now you remember from the verse, he said that several times. Two, obey God's law. That's a given. And three, Constantly read and study God's Word. This season, we are going to cover some of the fears and needs we all have as we consider success during difficult times. I promise you, though, that you will be amazed at what happens if you allow God to walk you through whatever storm is coming. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, my listeners are afraid. Countries around the world are threatening each other. Illnesses are rampant. 
economies are being destroyed, and those of us who believe in you can easily see the satanic destruction that plagues our country, America. Today, I ask you to change my listeners' hearts. Forgive us all of our sins and give us your heart so we can be new and whole. Give us your power. Change all of us to be tough soldiers for the cause of Christ. And as we fight through this storm, I ask you to give us peace, your success, and your protection. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please join me again for the next 19 days as we discuss the exact details of how you can be successful during tough times. Tomorrow, we will talk about preparations for the coming drought. Visit my website for articles and my store for special deals on my books. And don't forget, you can also find me on Facebook. God bless you. If you're looking for more encouragement and guidance, claim your copy today of Praying for America and the Army of God by Debbie Jansen. It's available on Amazon.com or visit DebbieJansen.com. Get your copy today.